If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. Blitzing here on a Monday. We've had our half an hour there to open the show to kind of ramble and get a little cathartic about everything that transpired last night in Miami. Can I tell you the most Miami thing ever quickly here before we go to the tweets? They have a club in the Mm -hmm. end zone. And when I say a club, I, I don't mean like, like a you know like the Steelers have a club section. No, we don't. Right? No, no, no. Suites no, no. and boxes. No, no. They, no. They have, it's like a nightclub. It, yeah. They have a nightclub in mm-hmm. one of the end zones where it is legitimately like a nightclub. No, no. You can hear the music while they, you're on the field. The lights yeah. are off in there. Uh-huh. It's like strobe lights and DJs. They've mm-hmm. got bottle service. They've got a cigar lounge. And the people are kind of watching the game, but they're and like it goes to halftime and everyone's getting up and dancing and clubbing and. Especially on a Sunday night there, of course, you know, it being a primetime game. No, that's how Miami does it, though. It was yes. like, it was just a little bit down from where our broadcast booth was, and it was hilarious. Bro, it's been like that even when I was in Buffalo. Really? So there. that's not a new yeah, thing. That, okay. They, they do that. They have embraced they, it's, the it's identity like, of Miami down there at that legit, stadium. It's a legit, legit nightclub. It's a like, nightclub in the stadium. Yes. And the music is super loud. Like, you have, like, the stadium audio, but then you hear, like, legit the nightclub DJ just getting I've after it. Never yes, seen dude. anything like yes. that in my life. Absolutely. Like bro. leather couches, uh-huh. bottle service, yep. nightclub. Picture Miami nightclub, but it's in the end zone. Yeah, I want to say it should be live. Is that what is that what I it's called? I want to say that's the one that's there because the other one. Yes, uh, there is. Yeah, because yeah. the other one's at the fountain. Yeah. Oh, the fountain bleu. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a fountain bleu. Oh, but yeah, man. We went out. Uh, we it's went like out, a legit nightclub. I'm, we went yeah, to we'll we went Let's down to Hollywood. The name of said nightclub. Pull it up. We went down to Hollywood Beach on Saturday night. We had a nice time. We went to the uh, the Jimmy Buffett uh, five o'clock somewhere mm. down there. Um, our producer Dan Quinlan, Philly boy, of course, was you know just going ham and cheese and crackers about the ham Phillies and cheese and crackers Can't and the, the crackers. and the and the World Series and and all and all that stuff. Um, it was uh, I tell you what. It was a it was a trip down to my first time I've been there in ten years. So, uh, but they they embrace the culture down there. You better believe they do in Miami. And the culture is is late night and clubs and dancing and nightlife and all those things. And and they I tell you what they bring that to life at the stadium. Hey. 
It is not live. Oh, man, I'm drawing a blank. I'm okay. trying to find the name of it. I'm going to find the name of this nightclub. Right, we'll they got, it's definitely a nightclub in there, though, man. Oh, there is. Yes. Like I, When I was doing the halftime reports, I could hear the music with my, heads, mm-hmm. with my headset on. <laughs> Um, I will say too though, best uh, best media spread of food Ooh. so far this season. Okay. Jacksonville has been dethroned. Oh. They're now the runner up. Oh. Prime rib. Uh-huh. Mac and cheese. Uh-huh. Mashed potatoes. Uh-huh. Salad bar. Wow. Veggies. Wow. And key lime pie, cousin. Ooh la la. Ooh la la. Ooh, hoo, hoo. Love a little key lime pie. Ooh, hoo, hoo. You know they had a little cafecito out there too, that Cuban mm. espresso. I drank one of those at 5 o'clock, and I felt like a Super Saiyan. Yeah! It was coursing through my veins. No, it is called Club Live at the Hard Rock. I'm not tripping. See, you were right. I knew I was right. Oh, Tra- did you spend Tra- some Tra- time Tra- it, Chill out, bro. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> Which, it is located, like, in the end zone area. Yeah, is like, it? Do you have the tickets and everything? Like, is, is it expensive, uh, is expensive to sit in there? 203 to 205, the Luxury Lounge. Let's see. What, what price is looking like? For um, all right, let me see. Let me see. It says I don't know if this is this week's game coming up. I don't know who they play this week. It's saying the Packers are okay. the next one. Okay, five hundred dollars to get in there. <laughs> oh, five hundred dollars seat for one ticket. Jeez. Yeah. And then you still got to pay for the bottle service. Oh and uh, yeah, the, yeah, and yeah. The bottle service is not the, included. Yeah, no, 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 no. yeah, yeah. Whew. Oh, let's see what it says. Fans in the club live seats for the Dolphins game have exclusive out uh, exclusive access to the trendy club live lounge. <laughs> trendy. A multi-level area with a nightclub atmosphere. Oh, my goodness. The Climate Control Lounge features multiple dance floors, televisions, personal cabanas, and a full bar. Boy, this is so Miami. It's the, lounge, it's the most Miami thing I've ever seen. Like, I'm, lounge, I'm telling you, you it's, ready, in, ready? it's incredible. Hey, this is this, this, I need to tell it to you. The lounge was designed to resemble the famous clubs found in South Beach. Yep. There you have it. There you have it. Me and uh producer Dan and y'all was in and, there? And, and Wolf. Y'all was in, y'all was in and, and Billy we walked through it Live before the game. Sunday, King of Monday, and, 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 that's what we said. <laughs> we walked through it before the game, like before it really got crazy in there. Was, it, you, you, it was hilarious. It, it, it's, 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 it's hilarious. Did y'all go shot for shot? What was y'all doing, man? Oh yeah, we were getting uh, after it. <laughs> We were all panicking actually because Bill, you know, Billy uh, almost didn't make it to the game because he was he was calling Pitt Saturday night in Louisville. Oh, and his flight on Sunday morning kept getting delayed. Kept getting delayed. It was no bueno. six o'clock before he got to the stadium. PM. Yeah, his flight Holy landed. Bro, his flight landed tight. at five twenty in yeah. Miami, and he got to the stadium about six six fifteen. Yeah, for, for those that don't know, for for your media people. Oh yeah, two out. That's tight. That's sad. That's tight. That's that's tight. <laughs> that's tight. I'd have been in the so, losing my mind. Pursuta, Pursuta, Pursuta <laughs> was like, Pursuta was going to be the, the backup, right? Yeah. And so Pursuta's sitting there like, oh, man, I don't know about that. I haven't, about done, panic. I haven't done play-by-play hey, in a while. Tell you, bro, everybody started panic, man. That ripple effect is real. All right, so you next man up. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I ain't signing for next man up today. No, 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 no. This is different. I'm not this the understudy here. different. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's get to some of your tweets here. Oh. Because you guys got takes, as always. Let's start with Steeler Rocker, our buddy Jay in New Hampshire. Hey, now. Uh, what do he say? He says, as a fan for 43 years, I'm in it for the long haul. I never give up on a season period. In an effort to maintain positive. Sound like Jimmy V right there. I never give up. Never give up. In an effort to maintain positivity, I kept myself from listening to sports talk this morning until you guys. Well, we are grateful of that. I was streaming music. Hootie's song, I Only Want to Be With You, came on. There's a line that says, I'm such a baby, yeah, the dolphins make me cry. That's all I got to say. Football can be cruel. The pain is real. 
as long as you understand that, man. But that's why we are all here together, man. We gonna hug it out and we gonna make it all, you know. Better. I uh, I almost um, I almost made a a Hootie the Hootie the Dolphins make me cry reference in our Friday theme song, but mm. I uh, unfortunately couldn't work in a rhyme there. But <sighs> the Dolphins making you cry last night on Sunday Night Football, I tell you, good looking uniforms. I don't give them that. I mean, I'll give them that. Yeah. Those, those, those things are nice. Nice little threads. Nice little threads. Nice little threads. Jason tweets us: The sky is not falling, despite the dropped interceptions, the turnovers by Pickett, and the subpar run game. We still have a, ch- we still had a chance at the end. It's time to call this year what it is: a rebuild. I hope next week is as close and as tight as last night's game. Yeah, again, that that word rebuild, right? It's like it's viewed as a dirty word. I think maybe it's more of a reset. Than a rebuild because I don't think this team is starting from you know from from scratch. Um, it's not like a bunch of sugar coat. We're just trying to make ourselves feel better. That's yeah. what it sound like. Hey, don't call it rebuild. Call it reload. Hey, don't call it reload. Call it a reset. Hey, hey, call it the rebirth. Yeah, that's a good point by you. I'm gonna call it the regen. You know. You know what I'm gonna call it? Regen plus plus. An exception to the rule. Plus plus. Every plus. rule has an exception. Asterisk, all right. Asterisk. The standard gets one year of an exception, and then and then we're back at it. Why we got to keep making these parameters, man? Just, just let it live. Y'all putting too much pressure on the situation. We're Frank- already in a bad situation right now, man. Let us, let us just take one day at a time. <laughs> Frankie Z tweets and says, Six play game. Six plays seem to have defined last night's game. Penalties, interceptions dropped and thrown. Am I in the ballpark? Yeah. Yeah, why wouldn't you be in the ballpark yeah, right there, absolutely. man? absolutely. Like we said, the context is there. That's never going away. It's just a I mean, matter of the if Buffalo, you want to acknowledge it or not. Other yeah. than the Buffalo game, that's been every game this season, Seriously. right? I mean, even the Tampa Bay game is the same way. You're able to win that one. The Cincinnati game, you're able to win that one. But mm-hmm. that, you know, Bengals fans, Bucks fans, they're saying, oh, man, just a couple plays here. Mm-hmm. If we get that two-point conversion, if Devin Bush doesn't knock that ball down, we'll find a way to win that game. Yep. Cincinnati, if we just had our long snapper, or maybe we, we don't win. turn the ball yeah. over five times, maybe only four times, we win the game. That is life in the National Football League. Steeler Nation 920 tweets us and says, what's sticking in my mind the most this morning is the dropped interceptions, but I also don't blame the defense. They held strong most of the game, uh, and you can't game plan for that, so I can't say they lost the game. Am I the only one who thinks we need to take more fourth and short chances? I'm sure you're not the only one, 920, but... But we did, in a sense. We did, in a sense. We we just didn't take the last, or that... uh, It wasn't the last one. It was like that middle one where... What was it, like fourth and... It was like fourth and five or something like that? Fourth and five, fourth and three? Yeah. Like, that was the one, but... On, like, just yeah, over their but, but side. But to me, this is how I look at it, right? The same way we look at that Miami Dolphins team, we question, why did y'all go for it on fourth and whatever instead of taking the field goal to give you up nine? I don't like that type of ball. I don't either. And I get the people, that, oh, it's analytics, and I, I hear you, but to me, that's stupid. That's not a smart decision. In that moment, that's, you have an opportunity to go up two dude, possessions. you're going up two possessions <laughs> versus a team that has not been able to score consistently. Why let them off the hook and make it up? We're going to totally win or with lose right now. I'm totally with For you. For what? What is the purpose of that? To me, it is the most asinine thing. I have never been a fan of that thought process. I get people want to talk analytics. I get it. But at the same time, it's like, bro, what are you doing here? If you're being aggressive just for the simple sake of saying, hey, we're aggressive, that to me is stupidity. Because Completely to me, agree. a field goal, you're in a totally different situation. They're not even panicking if they just kick a field goal. This game is over if they just kick a field goal. I'm not a fan of it. So in that context, that's why for me, even with that second I'm, fourth down, I'm it's like, totally with you. I don't mind it when we're doing it and it makes sense. I don't want to just go for fourth and shorts just for the simple sake of saying, hey, we're aggressive because then you're the Chargers. You're Brandon Staley. 
You want to be that cool? It's fine. Oh, yeah, yeah. But think about how many games they've it's lost bite because you of just that. as often as it works out for we you. We look at Harbaugh a year ago. How many fourth and shorts? How many two-point, hey, we're just going to win it or lose it right here on this play right here. And we're sitting here looking like, bro, why? Why are you doing that? I completely Just for the simple sake of saying I'm aggressive? I completely agree. Like, I'm good on that, man. There's living in your fears, and then there's living in your whatever the opposite Ignorance. of fears are. <laughs> yeah. Or, or that to me, that to me at that yeah. moment was, I'm with you. That was so, and it's like, not what? like that was fourth and inches. No, it was that was like three, fourth and three. And and it was then, a long three. And then, and then you're not even gonna keep it in your best player's hands. Not yeah. in the sense of Chase Edmonds, but I'm saying giving it to Tyreek Hill or Jalen Waddle, the two guys that every game that y'all have won have bailed you guys out. And that was the moment too where it felt like, okay, maybe the Steelers can get yeah. back into this. Absolutely. Didn't it give them two opportunities? And you ask yourself, how can you throw two picks at the end of the game but still be in that type of scenario where we actually had a chance to win? Mm-hmm. That's why. Mm-hmm. That's why, man. Cuban Dan tweets us and says, I might be delirious, but I'm encouraged by what I saw last night. Mistakes aside, I think there were significant positives to take away. I agree with everything Miles Jack said in his postgame, Steelers versus the world. For those of you who don't know what uh, Dan's referencing there, Miles Jack was was pretty positive in his postgame uh, interview. He said, I know the record's not where we want to be, um, but we we've got some guys in this in this locker room who can make some plays. We're starting to get things together on offense. We're getting healthy on defense and feeling good about what we got. Miles Jack, uh, very upbeat there, and Cuban Dan on the same page. I like that, man. Because like I said, man, it's easy to go doom and gloom, but what is that going to accomplish? How is doom and gloom going to get us out of the situation that we're currently in right now? Yes. And hearing a guy like Miles Jack bring that positivity, that's the context. Because there is plenty to be optimistic about when you're looking at how this team is losing right now. These are very in-house fixable issues. So as long as it stays like that... That's context totally. that you can hang your hat on because you know, hey, we can get that fixed. When it's personnel, if it was Tyreek going out there and it's like, yeah, we have zero people that can guard Tyreek Kill, that's a different conversation. If we're like, hey, man, we have zero people that can block Jalen Phillips. He's just on a tear. <laughs> he has five sacks. Like, we can't stop this dude. Like, that's a different conversation. Yes. We're not in that boat right now, man. No. We're not. As bad as we might feel right now, we are nowhere close to that boat. No, we are not. Uh, I think in some ways – you know, the uh, not everybody, but some people are acting like every loss has been the Buffalo loss this season, yeah. and that's just not the case. Steeler Talk tweets us and says, thank you for the reasonable takes. You win some, you learn some. I had a feeling our season would be up and down like this. It's difficult to accept, but we're on to the Eagles. It, it, it absolutely is. It, listen, and that's the way you want it to be. As a WVU fan, Motsi, I accept losing seasons a lot. No, you don't. You want the standard to be the standard. You it do. has to be. And it can be difficult to accept. But you I, don't accept it. But you got to yeah, no. you, you gotta have no. a, just a little. No. Just a little context. No. Always. No context. No. The standard is the standard. No. I say you fire everybody. If we can't, if you can't understand that, we fire them all. Just like they uh, we got to be the New York Yankees and just yes. clean house here. Yep. Just fire everybody. It don't matter if you have a losing season. Nope, just fire them all. Or if you're a couple games away from the World Series. Doesn't that matter? Clean house. Everybody goes. Fire cell. Anyone can get it. Yep. <laughs> CR tweets us. What up, Steeler CR? Nation Chicago. Yes. Says good morning, my Steeler brothers. Shout I mean, out, shout out. Technically, it's the afternoon, CR, but when you tweeted this in Chicago time, it was still the morning, so I'll, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll give you that. Yeah. I'll give you that. Uh, he has a couple observations here. Number one, 
Uh, it appears that the offensive players do not match the type of plays being called. Number two, uh, the defense still shut them down in the second half despite the dropped interceptions. And number three, uh, he likes how it's played out down the stretch and the Steelers have been in and had chances in the last two games. You win one and this one doesn't go your way. No, respect, respect. That's 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 where we're at. I mean, that's that's it. That's that's where we're at right now, and and it's it's two and five to that tune of you know you wish you had come out on the uh, other end of a couple of these, but at the same time, growing pains with a rookie quarterback, a defense that's missing the reigning defensive player of the year. There there is some context here as well too. Well, and I would also like to say this, um, just in the specific part of the offensive style, right? The plays that match in our personnel and the receivers. That's not always the case because we point to the second quarter. We point to the fourth quarter and it looked perfect. It looked fine. The issue though, and part of this does, this is where Canada comes into play. How fast he makes his adjustments. The defense that the Dolphins came out with in the first quarter and how we adjust to it in the second quarter. Then from there in that third quarter, it took us a while to realize, hey, they're not playing this man-to-man anymore. They went more zone. So all the crossing right. and rub routes that you designed, that's not helping you right now because it's eyes just watching. And that's why you saw how stagnant our offense looked in that third. But then we saw them make adjustments in the fourth. The thing is, you just want him to make these adjustments faster. And that is what's separating Matt Canada from being a good coordinator versus a not good coordinator. The good ones, they get it you know, within a series or two. The great ones, they get it within a play or two. Right, right. The bad ones, it takes them a half. The ones that don't belong in this league, it takes them a game. Right now, we're trying to figure out with Matt Canada how quickly he's able to adjust. How quickly is he able to say, hey, I know this coordinator's identity. I know what he likes to do personnel-wise. This is what's about to happen. I got this coming up right here. That is what falls on Canada. Can he do that? Like I said, we see flashes because I can't act like I didn't see the adjustments made in the second quarter. I can't act like I didn't see the adjustments made in the fourth quarter. Eighteen second half first downs after one in the first half. The adjustments were made. But the question is, can he do it faster? And also, is it solely him making the adjustment and the execution? Is it matching it as well? Because like we said, it goes hand in hand. But... In a vacuum, it's easy to just point the finger and just say, oh, it's got to be on Canada exclusively. And it's like, no, it's a lot that goes into it. But that is the areas where you're specifically looking at Canada. That is that part of it. But as a whole, stop me when you've heard this or haven't heard this before. Inconsistency, man. We just got to be more consistent. And it's that's across the, the board. That's, it's not, that's the overarching thing right Because now. remember when yeah. I said youth, right? And I said, not necessarily in the in the form of age, but in experience. What is Matt Canada? Is Matt Canada a 10-year proven year veteran? Is, a, is an offensive coordinator, yeah. And this is his first year without having a Ben Roethlisberger, who is very rigid in terms of how you would have to put together offensive game plan around him. So even with Matt Canada, he is still very inexperienced trying to figure it out. So is it? One of those things where he's going to have growing pains as well. He's going to have, kind of like we talked about Kenny Pickett, he's going to have some good moments, then he's going to have some not good moments, right? Yeah, yeah. This, this is where we're at right now. <laughs> like, So we just hope that it balances out faster and that they can expedite said growing pains so we could all feel good and not have to worry about it. But that is, you know, what we're dealing with right now, man. Well, you know where all that Matt Canada criticism comes from? Uh-oh. Just Penn State and WVU fans who hate him because he coached a pit. Oh, of course. That's it. Yep. 
You know that. That's the joke right there. Oh, you know that? Mm-mm. No joke. It's truth. I got to give myself a pat on the back you're such for that a, one. You're such a pit hater. Steeler Cop tweets us and says, Kenny Nation currently not riding. <laughs> I think he's feeling what Mitch felt a little bit now, some pressure. He just needs to relax and see the field. If nothing is open, pull it down and run. Yes, it like the pull it down and run thing, it's good that he has that athleticism in his game. But at the same time, too, right, Motsi, you, you don't want that to become a crutch or something you lean on too much. Yeah, the the thing, and I understand that was a Steeler cop, right? Steeler cop. I can understand the thought process of, man, just to keep it early on until you mentally are where you need to be in terms of reading the coverages. Processing and everything. Sometimes yeah. it is a little bit of a cheat code to pull down. Lamar Jackson, he was doing it a lot. You see he's kind of like chilled out on it Josh now. Josh Allen. Josh Allen's another guy. But every once in a while, you'll still see Josh, like he did in our game, right? Where he's like, you know what, bump it. I don't want to read this. I don't want to play Once with this. Once or twice a game. You know what you're playing, man. Yeah. I'm going to just go. Yep. And those are some of the things that we could have Kenny do more intentionally. I do want Kenny to be better in terms of reading, and he's going to have to continue to sit in the pocket to get better with that. But for the sake of winning games this season, sometimes you got to learn that type of stuff in the offseason. When it's season time, when it's game time, we always say, don't try new stuff in the game, man. If I've been trying to teach you this new technique, Wes, and Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, you don't feel comfortable with it. You're not you, going to feel comfortable do, with it on do Sunday. Do you think on Sunday you're going to magically feel comfortable with it? Do you think as a coach, Wes, I'm going to tell you to go out there and use that technique that I know you're not comfortable with? Or do you think I'm going to go out there and say, hey, man, we're going to keep working on this throughout the week. But it is game day. Go with what makes you the best version of you. And that's the thing right now when we're talking about Kenny this season. Remember, for most young quarterbacks, when they're going to get the opportunity to start, they have a full OTA session. They got mini camp dedicated to them, training camp, where they're getting exclusively every starting quarterback rep. The coordinator is designing specifically everything in this offense around them. These receivers are spending so much time getting reps with this player. Who was the starting quarterback all offseason for us, Wes? Mitchell Trubisky. Who was the number two quarterback all offseason for us, Wes? For a long stretch, it was Mason Rudolph. And we made the switch to Kenny Pickett three weeks ago. In the game! This <laughs> is a product of that, and man. He, and he missed a half due to, due to concussion yeah. protocol as well, too. This is a product of all of that. Yeah. This is what you have to deal with in certain elements of it, man. This It's, it's the bed you've made in yes. a way. You got you to gotta lay in it here for a little yeah. bit. You, you do. And I'm not saying that, that, that everyone has to be all hunky-dory right, about we're that, not saying but that's that, man. also just reality at this mm-hmm. point. Rod Dalla wants to know how you felt about uh, the third and short where Najee jumped in the air instead of lowering his shoulder. I absolutely hated seeing Najee <laughs> jump in the air. I thought that he had turned the corner in that second quarter where he was cutting up, spinning, getting nasty out there, making some plays. And then he goes up there and acts like he's, you know. He a runner. He a track star. I said, bro, Najee, you, you are not 140 pounds and five foot seven trying to jump through a gap. Bro, that is a DB. If you do not put your forehead in his chest and say, mama, we going on a ride today, Come on now, what we doing, baby? That was very frustrating, but I don't want to say inconsistent again, but day going. Isn't that what his play has been this year? Even this was the best version of 2022 Najee that we've yeah, seen. Yeah, yeah, Still was inconsistent. It's still times we look at Jalen Warren and we're like, man, you're explosive. You're doing this in a manner that we like a little bit more. But we understand the need for getting Najee up to speed, so that's the dilemma that we're in. 
But, yeah, once again, it was inconsistent. It's like, man, that second quarter, Najee looked like he was Najee Harris. Yes. He looked dominant. He looked like yes. the guy that we drafted. It was like, okay, he's going to have one of them nights. But then he kind of reverts back to being a little bit too elusive. Mm-hmm. Trying to do a little bit too much in sometimes terms of— Sometimes you just got to keep it simple. Yeah, sometimes, man, be a battering ram. You don't have to be the, the oh, I make guys miss. And it's almost like, and I, don't, I can't speak for him specifically, but at times when I watch him, it's kind of like, man, because you always hear about shelf life running backs and the hits they take, it's like, okay, let me try to be extra elusive to show people that I don't get hit square like that. Kind of when we talked about Elbow, it was like, man, Elbow, he plays a violent position, but how yeah. many times do we really see him take shots? Right. Whereas with Najee, we're like, yo, Najee takes some shots, man. We've seen him get teed off on it's almost like he's trying to press to not be that type of back where it's like, no, dude, you're a body puncher. You are a big-time, like, knockout artist. Be the knockout artist. You don't got to be a speed, flashy, pretty boy Floyd. Nah, be Deontay Wilder. <laughs> Still was a champ. Be Mike Tyson. Sometimes you just got to go in there and just be a straight, I swing hard. That's what I do. All right? I'm not going to make you miss a lot. But, but when I get you, just know I got you. When we saw Ricky or Najee, it wasn't a ton of, oh, he – Shaking and baking. No, it was nasty stiff arm. It was him running through people. It was dragging players. That's the version that we need. Through your chest. That's what I'm saying, man. Last one before we go to break. Get to our buddy Chris Carter and more of your reaction on the other side. Doug tweets us and says, it's a young offense that is growing with growth. There will always be growing pains. Do feel uh, that this team can play better and light it up down the stretch. That's what we're all hoping for, certainly. And that is the other part of it. We are still on the front end of this thing. Now, obviously, the clock is ticking. We're not going to act like that is not a part of it when you're uh, talking about just a global maintaining playoff position and stuff like that. But also with context, the AFC, I mean, it's not like we have a ton of teams just running away with this either. It's a lot of teams that are within a game or two of each other. So we We still control a lot. We control wherever we want to be. Whatever we want to do, man, it's up to us. Well, what we want to do now is get to break so we can get to our buddy Chris Carter. He joins us just about every single Monday here on this program. We've got uh, more reaction from you all. Some of you agree with us. Some of you disagree with us. Some of you think we're brilliant. Some of you think we're a bunch of Morans. So we will get back to your reaction in just a few minutes. But our buddy CC will unite the Migos on the other side when we return. Wesley Euler, Arthur Motes, the Steelers Blitz on SNR. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah! And some waves, so we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, love that! A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in! Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it! Um, tenor girl go shopping? Yeah, baby! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.